When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm throwing everything out the window right now, Holly. Yeah! Because I just came across something that we need to discuss. And I want to go back to something we discussed earlier in the show. We're still going to have Chrissy Teigen uh, conversation about backhanded compliments at another point. Cool. However, right now, can we please talk about um, two things? One, Mama June. (laughs) Number two... And I do mean number two, but no, number two, can we go back to a blind item about Les Moonves? Les Moonves and Mama June in the same segment. Yes, I, I am here only, for it. You are only going to hear such things on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. That's what you're listening to right now here on MyTalk1071.com. By the way, make sure you get those Cat Video Festival tickets. MyTalk1071.com, keyword cat or CatVideoFestMN.com. Why? Because... Because ticket prices go up tomorrow, $10 tickets. Today's the last day to buy those tickets. You're going to want to get in on that deal because the Cat Video Festival is next week. Prices go up tomorrow, catfestmn.com or mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. Four words, Mama June's Southern Treats. Oh! Five words, Are we talking scary? Is no. this is this edible treats? Dot or? com. So oh. so I'm on okay. the Twitter's Holly. Okay. Yeah, and as you, as you are. Uh, I come across Gina oh. Rodriguez, who, long story short, is Mama June's manager. She's like a she's like the D list celebrity man, Z list celebrity manager, right? Got to make a living. And right? there's there's some tweet about uh, you guys. It says you guys can pre order my mom's book at. Oh wait, no, that's a different thing. Sorry. Um, where is it? Boob do boob do. It doesn't matter. But I see this URL. Mama June's Southern Treats.com slash join. Mama June's Southern Treats. Southern Treats. Do you know what this is? No, I feel like this is this sexual? No. <laughs> I love it. Jesus. No, Mama June, of course, oh. from Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Yes. She lost a bunch of weight. She went on to do From uh, from Not to Hot, mm-hmm. another series about how she lost a ton of weight. Yes. She's doing a box, a subscription box. A box? So you know how people have these subscription boxes? Like there's there's something for everyone, yes. right? You can get Birchwood. your clothes, makeup, food. Supplements. Well, you can also apparently get Southern Treats by Mama June delivered to your doorstep. And now I feel like I need to spend some time and some money subscribing to Mama June's box. 
Yeah, you do. There, I said it. Here's what Thank it says. Thank you. Each month, Southern Treats by Mama June cooks up all your favorite down-home Southern foods. From sauces and spreads to baked sweets and classic grits, every box is chock full of recipes you'll love sharing with your family. Always Southern, always local, always what your heart needs. Well, oh. So now that makes me wonder if it's like a meal I don't think it's a meal kit. I think it's like a subscription box. That's all. I, those are the only details I see. Although I do see an actual box, which looks like it has like a like some barbecue or hot sauce, some uh, spices. I need to know more about this. This I'm confused, Bradley. Why? I'm really confused. I'm tiny, putting in my email address to see what happens. By Mama June's Southern Treats because... This to me, I'm looking at the website. It's very tasteful, nice, fun, Pinteresty font, some sunflowers. Bradley, you watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, right? Yeah, of course. Would any of this have ever appeared in Mama June's actual kitchen? No, absolutely not, unless it was on sale and she could buy 500 of it because the thing we know about Mama June, again, the matriarch of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, that adorable little girl, Alana, that was a, a wonderful series that everybody loved and adored until it you know, spilled out that her mom was dating uh, the pedophile ex-boyfriend that allegedly touched her daughter Yeah, things got awkward. It's a little awkward. <laughs> things got awkward on Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. So uh, I need to do some more research on... Um, I don't trust this. Mama June. I don't trust this. Where is the tub of margarine? Where is the ketchup? Mama June. Skeddy, yeah. Making skeddy. Here's my skeddy. Now, if you don't know Mama June's recipe for skeddy, let me tell you because I have it memorized. It's one part butter spread. Yep. One part ketchup. Yep. You put that in a bowl together. You put it in the microwave. Yep. Heat as needed. Yep. Stir it together until it becomes a wonderful, flavorful sauce. Put now, that over your spaghetti. Put that over your spaghetti. And Bradley, can you tell the folks at home how you know when your spaghetti is done? Um, you throw it against the wall and it sticks? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'll do some more research because, like I said, I just put my email address oh my gosh, in. It was please. probably Russian bots. I don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but I did not give a credit card. This is actually a front for the KGB. Oh, and here it says, thanks for joining, hun. Oh. Hey, y'all. Oh, no. Each month, you'll find, you, we'll send you our favorite Southern treats from the lower states. From everything you need to make a Georgia pie to our favorite grits, Mama June only picks the best fixins to warm your heart. While you're waiting patiently to get your first box, I mean, do I just get a box? Apparently, well, it's a mystery box full of Southern treats. But I didn't give them my credit card. You will get one once they give you the form. So they're telling you, okay, you're signed up, you got your email on the list, and then they're going to blast you out once the box is ready. Mama June's going to blast you out once her box is ready, okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's a lot yeah. of words that I'm just going to leave alone. Please. Um, can we, okay, they also have an Instagram account. I'm going to do some research. I'll get back to you and report Thank back tomorrow. You. I'm going to have some details for you. Hopefully I'll have a box. Maybe we can, you know, be some influencers mm. and uh, try out these boxes. I would love that. That would be amazing. But now I want to go back to something that a listener shared with us. Her name is Jessica and Jessica is one of our blind item hunters. Now, Holly, you and I talk about, along with Colleen, uh, talk about blind items on a daily basis. But there's another website for blind items, um, and it's called Blind Gossip. Not crazydaysandnights.net, which is where we usually source our blind items. And this particular um, blind item she sent today 
is just this this just makes me so happy. It's all about Les Moonves, right? So Les Moonves, head of CBS, he uh is been credibly accused of sexual harassment and inappropriate behavior with uh female employees. Yes, multiple women over, over the course of, of decades. Yes. And the the blind item that she sent called all of this behavior out not yesterday. Oh. Not Friday when the news first broke. Oh. Not even last month mm-hmm. or the month before that. Or the month before that. In fact, the following blind item was published in January. Oh, tell me more. All right, I'm going to put this up here so that you have access to this as well. Fantastic. Okay, so here's the blind item. It's from Blind Gossip, and it's about Les Moonves. But we'll get to the names in just a moment. Here was the blind item. Quote, CEO 1 knows that CEO 2 is going down in a scandal. The timing is perfect for them to go in and take over his company. CEO 2 knows the end is near. He'll take the golden parachute and bail right before all the sexual misconduct accusations about him hit the press. If he tries to stay, he'll be giving up a fortune and killing his company's value. They all know what they need to do to the deal before disaster strikes. Now, juicy. All of that is not verbatim, but that CEO, or excuse me, that blind item was revealed to be, ding, 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 Sherry Redstone, director of Viacom and CBS, and Les Moonves, CEO of CBS. Do you want to explain this a little yes. bit, Holly? So in the New Yorker article, they go out of their way at the beginning of the article to explain that this has nothing to do with Sherry Redstone, the daughter of Sumner Redstone, the CEO of National Amusements. They're wanting to take over CBS. Now, at one time, they used to own CBS, but then they spun off CBS into another company. Now, at this time, it seems that Viacom may be interested in purchasing CBS. So that's a little bit inside baseball. So I didn't necessarily bring that up when we were talking about the New Yorker article, but meaning there's a lot of corporate intrigue behind some of the decisions that are being made in regards to Les Moonves' career at CBS. So there's, it, this is an, yet another layer where it is corporate intrigue and money maybe influencing the decisions being made, not necessarily what is right, but what is going to line the pockets of the people who are in power. And if you're uh, interested in this particular blind item, I'm, because they like lay out in great detail, like here's the blind item, here's what it all means, let's read the tea leaves, yep. let's connect all the dots as Holly even uh, just be- began to explain them when it comes to Sherry Redstone and what they want to do with Viacom and CBS and Les Moonves' role in all of this. It's a fascinating read. So A, thank you to, to Jessica for sending us this blind item. I will tweet it out. Uh, at Bradley Trainer, um, if you want to follow along the story in great detail. So, from Mama June's box, Les Moonves' blind items, to some other celebrity stories we need to get to. We need to talk about Demi Lovato and how she's doing, and Beyonce's takeover of Vogue magazine. We'll tell you about both those stories when we return right here on My Talk 107. Just how is Demi Lovato doing? And why does Beyonce get to take over a big chunk of Vogue magazine? We're going to find out the answers to both of those questions uh, right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts today. Colleen will be back on Monday. Holly, um, it's safe to say that Demi Lovato is still one of the top celebrity stories uh, this week. And that's because, unfortunately, she um, was hospitalized following an alleged overdose. 
We don't know much in the way of details. We'd heard uh, some rumors that she was going to be going to rehab, but the latest story says she's not quite ready to head to rehab. Yeah, so reports originally suggested that Demi Lovato was getting better after her alleged overdose last week in her Hollywood Hills home, but it's also been reported that she's in no shape to even begin talks about going to a rehab facility. That was the rumor last week saying that once she's out of the hospital, Demi Lovato would be going to some kind of rehab facility, possibly out of the state in California. Now, multiple sources have now reportedly told TMZ that they just don't even know how Demi Lovato necessarily is. So what that tells me is that we're getting all sorts of reports from all sorts of people. We don't know who these sources are because Whenever you talk to TMZ, People Magazine, a lot of them are just sources or people close to Demi Lovato. So we don't know if these are friends. We don't know necessarily if this is even her PR team talking. So as it stands right now, I think it's safe to say the only thing that we understand right now, Demi Lovato currently in the hospital. That hospital has been identified as Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles after allegedly uh, experiencing an overdose. So that's really it. And, you know, all we know, um, you know, the the latest story that you referenced about her not being ready for rehab yet. That's you know, that's plausible because you're not going to go to rehab until you're stable. Right. And until, um, you know, the effects of the overdose have been um, dealt with Mm -hmm. such that you're able because rehab is it's not detox. Right. So rehab is only going to be able to be an option for you once you're, you know, medically stable and healthy enough to, to embark upon rehab. Mm -hmm. Um, So that seems to me to be totally plausible. We may not know the details, but that, you know, that seems to be true. There's also no expectation or there's no um, requirement for someone to go to rehab. Right. 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 um, Now drug addiction is different. Like my experience with addiction is alcohol addiction. So I realize, and everybody has their own story, but I will say that, you know, um, all too often people just assume you have to go to rehab in order to address those issues or a number of ways people can um, deal with alcohol and drug addiction. Rehab is just maybe the most common one um, in terms of how people choose to, to, mm-hmm. to deal with, with how to deal with their addiction. Right. So all we know now, Demi Lovato still in the hospital. I think this is a story that everyone's keeping their eye on. And once we get some actual facts, then we can report those. Well, and like most stories, whenever there's an absence of facts, people like to, you know, that's why we had those stories about like the friend who was there and yeah. was alleged or one of the backup dancers. Yeah, people trying to make sense and piece together what actually happened when we just might not know because yeah. we weren't there. All right. So shall we move on? From uh, Demi Lovato to Beyonce. Yes. Because this is an interesting story. We talked a little bit about this during, I think, the Dirt Alert. Yeah, we did. So this story broke yesterday afternoon. Word is that Beyonce... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Say has been given unprecedented control over the cover of the September issue of U.S. Vogue magazine. This is according to sources close to Vogue magazine speaking under the guise that they won't be identified. And apparently uh, Beyonce, yes, she's going to be given full control over the cover. The photos inside the magazine of herself, as well as editorial control over the captions of those photographs, which she has written herself and apparently are long form. So I don't know necessarily if this is going to be some kind of visual artistic experience that we're going to see in the September issue of Vogue magazine, but also notable in this that Beyonce selected a photographer, the first black photographer to shoot a cover in the publication's 20, 126 years. Shocking as far as I'm concerned, but also I'm, I'm, I mean, props to Beyonce for using this as an opportunity. His name is Tyler Mitchell. He's only 23 years old and Beyonce has used her celebrity and, and leverage to get Tyler this prestigious gig now word on the street is is, huge yeah that is huge and he's very talented you can go check him out on instagram uh he's a fantastic artist now word on the street is brandley that beyonce having control over the cover of the september issue of vogue magazine may mean that anna wintour the longtime editor of vogue magazine one of the most powerful women in fashion may be on the out this may be her last september issue conde nost saying nothing right now but we shall see. So do have we heard of this before? Like rumors that she was yeah, going to retire? Yeah, there's been some rumors. I think there were some earlier this year, but they were quick to squash those saying Anna Wintour is going nowhere. So it just might be a long goodbye, a fade into the background. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, what, we will also see who's behaving badly with some crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things upon our return here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hey, uh, Holly, how do you feel about giving something away? Uh, you're going to have to listen for it in the oh, last half oh, hour you, of the show. Oh, why did I think we had to? Okay, never mind. Bye. They're crazy. They're stupid. They're idiots. They're crazy, stupid idiots. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. It is time for us to harangue the world's dumbest criminals and just well, go then, around wackadoodles. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida! Florida! But we're not going to Florida, Bradley. We're going to the great state of Texas. Yeehaw! Don't miss. Yeehaw! Kate. Now you know sharks are hot, right, Bradley? Sharks are hot, right? Sharks now. are Shark Week, after all. Yes, exactly. Shark Week. Also, apparently, I read a trend piece yesterday on the internet that says people are starting to build aquariums and fill them with sharks. It's like we're all becoming supervillains, oh, right? God. Yeah, I know. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Well, sharks are hot, and three people thought sharks were so hot that they decided to steal one from the San Antonio Aquarium over the weekend. How the heck did they steal the shark? 
They smuggled it out, Brandley. How do you think they got the shark out of the aquarium? I just want to want to gauge. First of all, did they fish it? Like, how did they get in it? Like, how did they grab the shark? Hmm. But it's how they transported the shark away from the aquarium that will change your life forever. Was it a Sharknado? No. I don't know. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to ding you. No, it was not a Sharknado. Any other Um, guesses? Give me another guess. How do you think these three criminals took a shark from an aquarium and transported it? Put it in a doggy bag? Mm, No, close. They put it in a baby stroller and took it out of the aquarium. What? Yes. Yes. This is what happened over the weekend, and there is live footage of three criminals stealing a shark from the San Antonio Aquarium, putting it in a baby stroller, and then driving away. This all happened a couple of days ago. What the heck? Why would why would you do that? I have no idea, Bradley. They did this on Saturday. The poor shark was stolen via a baby carriage, and then they drove away in a red pickup truck. Oh, somebody should return that shark. Yeah. Now, I want to tell you, uh, they didn't grab it with their own hands, Bradley. They actually brought in their own net. Not obvious at all, bringing in a net to an aquarium. Yeah, who didn't see that? <laughs> and they stole it from the interactive touch pool at the Tide Pool exhibit. Okay. See, we can't have anything nice anymore. I know. We can, who? No, you don't do that. The nice aquatic creatures are there for you to enjoy. Now, I want to tell you oh, that there, there is a happy ending to this story. One suspect is in custody. Oh, and, good! Yes, and the aquarium's general manager says that the shark is alive and oh, well good. on its way back to the oh, aquarium. Good, good, so, good. Okay, I'm happy somebody's now. been arrested and the shark is safe. Good. They That's weren't, a happy ending. Yeah, and, and they're saying... The spokesperson for the aquarium says that they don't think the criminal criminals criminals were planning to sell it. They just wanted to have a shark. Yeah, they just wanted to have a shark. God, that's so dumb. Go buy a shark. Yeah, why don't you get a stuffed animal? Put all that work together. A stuffed animal. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Seriously. Now, that was where? That was in San Antonio, Texas. Well, uh, we need to go far, far away from Texas. Okay, where are we going? We need to go to uh, South End Pier. Oh. South End Pier. That sounds very... In England. Far away. Oh! Essex. Oh, in Essex? South End Pier. The only way is Essex. And I want to tell you about, um, yes, The Only Way is Essex. That's a good show. Yeah. Uh, There's a guy by the name of Thomas Watson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Watson, I presume. What is the saying? Anyway, (laughs) um, Thomas Watson (laughs) noticed. Dr. Livingston. Dr. Livingston, I presume. Mm -hmm. Um, Watson noticed something at the South End Pier and literally took matters into his own hands. Was it a giant shark and then he dove in the water and he punched it? No. Be nice to the sharks. No. In fact, he noticed a fire. So he was with his family and saw some smoking uh, wood. (laughs) Really? The wood that was smoking. There were some glowing embers. Yeah. No, um, it really wasn't that uh, delightful. It was actually the beginning of a fire. And his girlfriend ran to call uh, the, the fire people. The authorities. The authorities. <laughs> and uh, while she was doing that, he decided to take matters into his own hands. Oh. He literally took something of his in his own hands mm-hmm. and put out the fire. 
he put his own hose in his hands and put out the fire. He peed on the fire. What? Yes. He peed on the fire. This guy, Mr. Watson, peed on the fire. He literally tinkled on uh, the fire. Uh, And in fact, the uh, city council thanked him for his, quote, quick thinking tinkling. Is that what they really said? Yeah, it says, quote, quick thinking tinkling. Um, That's the the Essex Council. The fire service was called. They arrived, but the fire was already out by the time they arrived because... He peed on it. Because he peed on it. I mean, that this is, is a, a Wait a second. This is not a crazy, stupid idiot. This person crazy, is a... Crazy, stupid hero? He is a crazy, stupid hero. Now, I will tell you, Bradley, truthfully, that if I saw a fire on a pier, the first thing I would not I, think of... Is like, ah, oh, just gonna pee on that thing. Would be dropping my trowel. Yeah. But then again, my anatomy would make me well, have to Well, if you listen to Roseanne, a there's bit. a way you can do it. Oh, yeah. You just do like that ballet, ballet thing. thing yeah. Put your feet in position, too. Oh, um, well, good thi- Good for him. Congratulations, yeah, Mr. Watson. Mr. Fire, or Mr. Fire. Mr. Watson said the fire was only small on top, but a lot of smoking was coming from underneath and thought it was all burning under there. I looked at the wood. <laughs> oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Which was proper charring away like white and with orange glow, using my initiative, I decided to empty my bladder. I mean, true American hero. I mean, well, no, not American thinking. hero. He's a British hero. Yeah, I was going to say, that, but that is some thinking. To do the math, like you're like, what? A, I don't have any water. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll pee on it. But the circumstances have to be correct in as much. I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, because I wouldn't yeah. be able to pee on Will, much less on a fire. You're a little shy. What, yeah, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, just think. Yeah. But good thing, good you know, that means that he was chugging a lot of water. Yeah. Possibly staying very hydrated. Well, thank you, Mr. Watson. That that is truly a hero. Unfortunately, I don't have a hero to talk to you about. Bradley, we're going back to the United States. Uh oh. What happened? Uh what happened? We're going back to Texas. A twofer in Austin, Texas this time, where we have Uh, Just a standard idiot, maybe not a crazy, stupid idiot, when I first tell you that a man was arrested after unsuccessfully attempting to rob a Whataburger. Oh, or as we say it, we say in Texas, it's pronounced Whataburger. 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 Well, that's pretty standard, stupid criminal behavior, right? It's not particularly crazy. But what makes uh, this man, David Garcia Gonzalez, a crazy, stupid idiot, is the way in which he tried to rob the Whataburger. What did he do? Well, Bradley, he used a, he didn't use a gun. Okay. Oh. That would have been standard, oh, thank right? God. Yeah. yeah thank goodness. Right. Like... And he didn't even use a knife. David didn't use a knife to try to rob this fast food chain. Did he have like a taser? No, he didn't even have a taser. What did he have? He had a pair of tongs. Uh, were they like serrated tongs? Electrically charge tongs no they were just your standard metal tongs how did he scare anybody with tongs i have no idea bradley hands up i got these tongs apparently david was loitering in the whataburger for a while looking for some kind of utensil in which he could rob the joint so he Mm. reportedly grabbed a pair of metal tongs walked up to an employee and then approached them from behind and started jabbing her with the tongs while demanding money. Wow. She was, was she, was she tongued to death? No, she's totally fine. Oh, good, good. But he fled the scene. Did he get any money? No. 
Oh. He didn't even get anything. And now yeah, see, I don't David feel like... faces charges for robbery by threat. Not with tongs, but just a threat. And also a second degree felony. That David. See, I think this is one of those things where like if there was just one employee, you could get the tongs to convince you. Like you could use the tongs in such a way that they were like, oh, God, I better give him all the money because he's got a knife in my back. Right. Whereas in in the case where there are multiple employees, another employee walks up and is like, um, dude, he's just got like tongs. Yeah. So I mean, I'm pretty if you, sure we could take him. If you look at the picture of David, uh, he may not be living his best life and he. Maybe he's like, well, he looks like he's like, I tried. Yeah. He has a certain, uh, sense of defeat Yeah, in his eyes, you know, cause think about it too with, with fast food workers. If you don't have like a weapon of destruction and you only have tongs mm-hmm. or like a container of napkins, like they have deep fat fryers. So like, I don't want to mess with those people. Like you have to choose your weapons accordingly. But you're intelligent, Bradley. Yeah, that's true. We're talking I would about not be crazy. stealing from a water burger. Yeah. He's a crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. best of luck to you, sir. Yeah. Okay. Hey, when we come back, we have uh, our daily snap judgment. That's a question we ask our listeners to weigh in on over at the Facebook. And that question today is... That, to, uh, that question today, Bradley, it's National Guacamole Day. So we asked you, guac or queso? Guac or queso? We'll talk a little bit about that with our good friend Donnie. But before we even get to that, don't forget, it's the Throwback Live at 2.45. Will he or won't he? It's another chance for Rocco to make me look like a loser here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today. Colleen will be back on Monday, which means we've got one Rocco. Yeah, going for 50. For, for the throwback live at 2.45. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict. Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. Time for the Tuesday edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are the rules. Bradley and Rocco are playing today, and we'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 2.45. Bradley and Rocco buzz in by yelling out their names. Bradley Trainer. Rocco. Just like that. Now, Bradley... Is playing today. He did not win yesterday, but that's okay. Ah! It's only Tuesday. I was so close. I technically won, but I lost uh, in the winning. Well, that's what losing means. <laughs> yeah. And Rocco is playing uh, for Colleen, meaning any points that Rocco gets this week will go on Colleen's total victory tally. Now, I want to update everyone on that total victory tally. As it stands today, Colleen has 49 victories. Bradley has 45. Oh, God. This is so... Oh, you can't get to 50, Rocco. I will. Don't say that. Well, let's play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Rocco, Bradley, please correctly identify this. 
Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That's Sprockets. Wow. From Saturday Night Live. We must dance. That's all the time we have. Until next time. Auf Wiedersehen. Yes, that is the Sprockets. when we dance. Yes, uh, Dieter played by Mike Myers. Congratulations, you know that, Bradley. Uh, I, yeah, I would have gotten you that. Gotten you, that. You, were very, you were very quick. Good job. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was very understated. But thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Very honest. All right. Bradley has one point. Rocco has yet to score, but it is anybody's game. He can still come from behind. That is true in the throwback live at 245. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Bradley Rocco, the second vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is. Tell me what it is. Archers, you're sinking. Come Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is uh, uh, Labyrinth. Mm. Oh, oh no, no, I know what it is. Oh, 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 no, I know what it is. Rocco, I'm going to ah! keep <laughs> playing the clip just for okay. you. Turn around! You have to know! Come on! Artax! The saddest. I didn't understand anything they said. Something about archers? Artex. Artex? I think it's Artex. Artex. I don't know. Can I say uh, what it is? Yeah, but you can't get the point. I know. It's never-ending story. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. When the horse is sinking because it's the river of sadness. I'm sorry. I just re-traumatized everybody. Oh, yes. It was from the never-ending story where Treyu is trying to pull his horse out of the sadness. Sorry. All right. Nobody got a point on that, Man. Bradley. Yay. Right. I you, just... Oh, Rocco, oof. I'm surprised. You yes, didn't I know that was one the... of those. I'm a kid of the 80s and I never saw I think that's why I didn't see it. There was a that song and a big, ugly puppet dog. Oh, right? no. The, you My know, dog looks like... <laughs> ooh. Like, um, what's the what's its name again? Falcor. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Bradley. Okay. All right. You have one point. Rocco, you have yet to score. Yes. Moving on to you our... You can do better than this, Rocco. Yes. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Please correctly identify the following. Rocco. Rocco. Uh, uh, Debbie Gibson. But what's the song? You gotta <laughs> yeah. do the song. What's the song's <laughs> name? <laughs> It's not Electric Youth. It's not. I mean, Donnie's dancing over here and he knows the darn um, answer. I know it. I played it. Uh, 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 see, uh, yeah, play, g- give okay. me the name. I know. Um, just, um, Five seconds. Uh, go ahead and take it. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep playing for you, Bradley. I got it. Bradley. Only in my dreams. Yeah. Good one, Bradley. I feel like that's a tie. No, that's fine. I feel like that's a tie, though. He got half. 
I got the other half. Yeah, but we don't split half points okay, fine, in the I'll throwback the live at two forty five. Bradley, you have two points. Okay, Rocco, you comes. have yet to score. <laughs> Moving on. Fourth vintage pop culture audio. You can still clip. do it, Rocco. You okay. can still do it. Come on. Rocco Bradley. Just don't do it. Please tell me what this is. I'm trying to find some money for the family. Always money in a banana stand. Fred Rocco. The tra- Rocco. Uh, Arrested Development. Yes. There's always money in the banana stand. There's always money. That's true. Rocco has a point. Yeah, Congratulations. All right, Rocco. You can tie it okay. up. Tie it up. If you. But don't. Guess this vintage. Trying to be polite because he's a guest. Oh, are you now? Yes. Oh, good job. All right. Fifth vintage pop culture audio clip in the throwback live at 245. Correctly identify this. You've got mail. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is AOL. You've got mail. <laughs> what do you get when you have a mail? Yeah. Did I win? Yeah. Yay. Yes. I kept you from getting to 50. Uh, yeah, but there are three more days oh God, in the week. But Bradley, celebrate yourself. I will. What did I win today? Congratulations, Bradley. You just won the Throwback Live at 245, and you won yourself a family-sized jug of Carnation Instant Breakfast. Ooh, Rocco, I'll split it with you. You're going to yeah. love it in an instant. I mean, will I? Yeah. Did you ever drink that? No, did you? No. Yeah. I did. Ro- or, uh, I bet this guy did. Oh, this guy? Yeah. He seems like an Ovaltine man. Oh, yeah, true. that's Tang. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give it up for Donnie. Come on, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Thanks, Rocco. Bye. Carnation Instant Breakfast got me through high school. Did it really? Carn- yeah. And it was, was it in packets? Yes, it was packets. It's big powder and you put it in milk and drink it so that was like your breakfast in the morning that was the idea behind the product oh my God. remember when place your breakfast remember when we didn't really eat breakfast or we thought we were like cool because we, we don't have time for breakfast yeah. i'm just a modern kid on the go i don't have time for cereal right. and then they that. were like actually you need to eat a balanced complete breakfast which also by the way does not include a bowl of cereal an orange and a glass of orange juice and remember two like, pieces of toast and two pieces of toast and bacon or <laughs> fully buttered yeah. yeah right like here are all the carbs that'll make you crash by about 10 a.m yeah, yeah I, I, I like ovaltine though we did not have Ovaltine. You know the only old person drink that I drank growing up? A, you can still get it. It's not an old person yeah, But it's drink. an old person drink. Ask anybody under the age of 40 what Ovaltine is. They're like, what? Yeah, they're not going to know. Um, they I, sold it as a nostalgic treat. The <laughs> only <laughs> old person drink that I used to love? Yoo-hoo. Oh, oh yeah. I love me. That's, that's from the 60s. Bottle of Yoo-hoo. Do they I'm, still have Yoo-hoo? I think yeah, they do. totally. Yeah. They had billboards in New York where I grew up, and it was a baseball player, and it said, Mihi for Yoo-hoo. Seriously. Mihi for Yoo-hoo. <laughs> Not making it up. Okay, what's coming up on the show? You got seven seconds. Yoo-hoo. Okay. Oh, Not Mihi. Yoo-hoo. Thank you. Up next, Lori and Julia will be back tomorrow.